0: Our usual professional selves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Have faith, man. Have faith. In you? <laughs> wow! Welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your two usual hosts here, Mr. Tom Mannering Hello. and myself, Josh Hartley. How are we doing this week,
0: Tom? I'm good. I am good. I am glad that it is the weekend, uh, both when you are listening to this, dear listener, and as we are recording it because we're doing this one a little closer to the wire than we usually do. Yes. We've been busy bees through the week both of us yes both of us uh so i'm really i'm really glad that it's the weekend and we get to just chill and mm-hmm. like just relax you know and, and i say that to the listeners as well just sit back chill stop what you're doing unless you're like driving or something then you know keep doing that yeah, concentrate eyes on the road <laughs> yeah. um and just enjoy what you're about to hear <laughs>
1: okay um. <laughs> Didn't expect that quite that response from. the how's your week been? But yeah, enjoy what you're about to hear, guys. <laughs> so, you've been up to? Have you been up to much?
0: Um. Yes. Yes, I have. I've had, uh, as I said, I've had quite a busy week. I've had a, a few games going on, um, which I'll I'll discuss mm-hmm. now or later. Go for it. Okay, let's do it now. So I've had Just dive uh, in. Just dive in, just get to it. Mm. That's what the people want to hear. Um, so we've obviously had a uh, high-level Pathfinder on uh, Tuesday this week, so that's our Mythic game that you are present in, mm. uh, along Low-cagged with... Cag, the Goliath Barbarian. Yes, along with the rest of the, the team. Um, we've not played it for a while. Uh, uh, months now, hasn't it? I think it was a good a good month or two. It's
1: this is a tricky thing. So, like, it, it, for the listeners who are unaware, we have a game every tu- uh, every other Tuesday, but we alternate it between the Star Wars uh, system that Fantasy Flight came out with and Pathfinder. So, effectively, we play one of those games once a month, assuming everyone can make it. But to to paraphrase Jeff Goldblum. Life, uh, life gets in the way.
0: <laughs> it's it's the curse of any GM and you know gr- group is scheduling, right? It's it's always a thing, and I think f- in general our group is actually quite good. You know we've had mm. a fixed night now for seven years. I think it's it's been a hell of a long time. Twenty
1: thirteen? Yeah, it? something like so, that.
0: Yeah, eight years. So I think we used eight to do years. Monday was our our night and then we shifted it to That's genre. right, yeah. Yeah, we used to be weekly on a Monday, and we used to play at Geek Retreat in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was that goddamn kid that stood on one of my boxes one night, and I nearly murdered him. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I didn't. I still <laughs> remember, kid. <laughs> <laughs> the box is... I can see the box in my peripheral vision right now, and right. Uh, it's still and you damaged. you see the dent. I can, I can feel it. I know it's there. Yeah, um okay. so yeah i haven't forgotten it's okay um but we used to we used to play in geek retreat on a monday night and we used to play weekly and then we mm. moved um i'm not sure if we moved to to a tuesday first but we moved to uh flats for a while and i think we went down to drury street and we played there for a while
1: yeah that that was great
0: yeah. playing in a pub playing in a pub <laughs> and it. then uh we moved moved up to my flat yes uh, and we we moved to alternating Tuesdays at that point because of shifts and things for people. Did um, we? because I've been in juries since we were
1: there, um, playing Pathfinder, and like a few times that I've been in since then, I've seen other people playing like D and D or Pathfinder mm-hmm. or Call of Cthulhu or whatever. Did 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 we set a trend?
0: No, no, Damn we're it. we're not trying to set setters, mate. It's <laughs> I don't know if, why. But for whatever reason, Drury's has always had a, a bit of a, a board gaming and a, a tabletop gaming community mm. that have kind of lingered there. I think it's because they allow it. And, you know, it is kind of a thing that once one or two people have done it, it becomes a bit more commonplace. So we, we did Pathfinder Society stuff there back in the day. We oh, right. Okay. the odd event there. And I remember we took up like half the bar once. Um, and then one time we were scheduled to do an event there, and there was a rugby match on at the same day, and we went in, and it just was not functional. Like you couldn't have yeah. half a bar D and D and half a bar, you know, rugby supporters watching a match. Um, so yeah, we we did that, and then we moved up to the flat, and then obviously we moved online with, with COVID and things. Um, so it's been a it's been a a long running uh, event, so that that helps with our scheduling a little mm-hmm. bit. Um because people in general do make the effort to, to attend it because they know it's gonna happen. But sometimes, you know, things happen. Um yeah. that just do hinder that going off. So yeah, we got to we got to play that and that was nice. We did some combat. Uh you're making your way through a frost giant uh keep at the moment. Uh which has been a good little uh palette cleanser for me. It's I've done a lot of sort of story intense uh, RPs recently mm. for one reason and just having a pretty simple. I don't want to call it a dungeon crawler, but it was something akin to that. Um, yeah, smash the enemy. Yeah, it's always nice. And I did put a bit of role playing in it, and you guys just ignored it. So, yeah, uh, well, we, we had haste cast on us, and yep. we, like,
1: powers <laughs> managed to kill the monster in like one round of combat that we were cast. So he was he was quite. We were all quite conscious that, well, this is going to run out soon, so we need to get to the next combat so that we've got the most. We can make the most out of this uh, this thing. So we kind of just dismissed this one little guy.
0: <laughs> so the one little guy who had all the information about the traps and the boss and all this stuff, and then you immediately ran face first into another trap that yeah. he was about to warn you about. But hey ho, yeah. there you go um so we had that that was really good uh wednesday i ran star trek again oh yeah
1: how's that going we haven't it's heard about well. that in a
0: while it's going well yeah we're, we're still working our way through so that's a monthly game as well mm-hmm. um although we've moved to fortnightly at the moment just to i'm giving the the gm who runs the alternate game a, a bit of time off um mm-hmm. so we're doing that fortnightly at the moment and we're just playing through a storyline um a little mini mini arc if you will uh, where they are investigating. What I like is it, It's it's a it's a scripted adventure, and it's mm-hmm. actually from the starter box. So if you're interested in playing Star Trek, um, and you're going to be doing the starter box adventure, you want to close your ears for a minute because um, yeah. spoilers. We're ahead. On spoilers. Uh, in the adventure, there are neural parasites which appear in one episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Wow. Okay. But they have they've sort of expanded them into a full sort of mini arc, a uh, three part campaign mm. uh, where you kind of, uh, you find out that these uh, neural parasites have infested in Romulans, uh, which are the evil Vulcans for anyone who's mm-hmm. not a tracker, Uh and they have allied, well they've not allied, they've captured some Klingons as well and they're okay. trying to infect the Klingons but the Klingons are resilient to it uh, yeah. And you have this whole thing where they're kind of uh, there's a trail of breadcrumbs, metaphorically speaking, that the players and their ship follow, mm-hmm. where they sort of backtrack on what's gone on with these neural parasites, and then find out that they're going to infiltrate the Federation, uh, which they're part of, obviously, um, and that's where we're kind of getting to. So they've had like they've been on a Klingon space station that was abandoned, and uh, they f- they found a Federation ship that had been like uh, crashed, and they went into that and found like a couple of neuroparasite infected Romulans and then they had a fight with a neuroparasite infected Klingon so you get kind of the usual duking it out and cuz the party has a Klingon in it the Klingon like ran up and they started duking, you know, classic Klingon warrior style. Nice. Um and then now they're on their way to sort of the last the 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 home base of these neuroparasites and where this mm-hmm. is all kind of coming from. So it's been really interesting. It's it's fun doing something that is Kind of episodic, but in the same way, has a little bit of a storyline running through it as well. Um, And the thing I do like about Star Trek as a role playing game is it's built to be very much about exploration and investigation and, you know, really kind of drawing out uh, the RP elements of of Star Mm. Trek. And it does have combat in it, probably much more combat than your standard sort of Star Trek episode would have, especially, you know, something like Next Generation. Um mm-hmm. but it it feels, you know, trekky. It feels appropriate to the to the universe, which is really nice. Uh and I've done my usual, you know, on Roll Twenty I've got all the sound effects and uh everything else and, and all the background noise, so I've uh kind of tried to make it as immersive as it can be without nice. sounding like a douchebag. Uh so that's that's been really good fun. I really enjoyed that. Um How
1: um how how are the players taking to it now that the Quite a bit in, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, they're they're getting there. Um, the the guys... One thing I, I always say, right, and I think I've maybe even said this on here, you've got to get your players buying to a game. Mm-hmm. There's no point running a game for someone if they don't enjoy it. And you can get people who are maybe going to be a bit on the fence and they'll be like, mm, I don't know, but I'll give it a go. Um, and I think if you give a game a fair shake and you don't enjoy it, you've got to turn around and say this isn't for me yeah. whether it's the system whether it's the setting whether it's the group dynamic whatever it might be there's no shame i think in turning around and saying i've tried it i've, I've you know i've given it a good shake i've i've tried to kind of mesh with it it's not for me and just stepping away mm-hmm. you know in a good way and and i've had that done to me as a gm i've done it as a, a player um and i've I've had discussions with people as a gm as well where i've had to have a bit of a tough chat and say is this a game that you're actually enjoying because i don't feel like you are and if if you're not enjoying it it's detrimental so i made sure when when i pitched this game to this group i said you know this is what it's going to be this is the kind of environment it's going to be this is what it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of and and i'm very fortunate that the group are largely quite quite sizable trek fans Oh, check okay. Which was well, favor? Because that was
1: something I was going to check in on with, with anyone who just isn't a bit like me. I'm, I'm not. It's not like I hate Star Trek, but like I just, I've never watched it properly. Yeah, I've seen the odd episode, obviously, but like I've never followed it. Yeah. So,
0: so it's it's an interesting thing because I think you can enjoy something without being a fan of it. I mean, I can use mm. myself as an example. I don't like Age of Sigma as a. As a setting and I've been mm-hmm. fairly vocal about that historically but when Scott offered me to play in his Age of Sigmar game I said yeah I'll, I'll come and have a go at it and I'll see if if I like it and actually playing his game warmed me up to the Age of Sigmar setting because I saw it from a different yeah. angle and, and I, I got a, an appreciation of it and I think as well if you've got a GM who's really passionate about something and they really enjoy something that passion can rebuff on you for want of a better way of saying that please please think of a different phrase <laughs> um, you know but their 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 enthusiasm can become infectious there you go there we uh are. and and you you kind of feed off that energy um mm-hmm. and it draws you into it um and while i, I do have my own bugbears with the age of Sigmar system overall i, I have a, a generally favorable disposition to it now um, yeah, it's a fun
1: it's it's been a fun game. Yeah, so. which I didn't
0: have previously. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly what you've got to get in these kinds of situations, you know. I, I do have one of the players that I don't think is a, a massive Trek fan, but they they've engaged with the game and, and it's kind of drawn them into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we saw it with like the Star Wars campaign as well and things like that. It just takes a bit of time with some people.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. So that was
0: Wednesday night
1: and uh here we are at Friday. Well
0: hang on. Because it's Thursday as
1: well, which was a big one. Oh, jeez! Oh. so so Thursday Ga- I did seven gaming seven days a week,
0: Mister Mannering. Here, I know, right? Like I'm I'm dedicated to the cause. <laughs> so on on Thursday night, I did our our Twitch stream uh, for Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, which you were present for. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hit our Twitch affiliate status.
1: Air horns. <laughs>
0: So I'm, I'm very pleased to say that after Thursday Night Stream, we are now Twitch-affiliated, which means Woo. that people can subscribe to us. Um, you know, there's uh, a few extra perks that are unlocked if you do subscribe. We have a bit more control of things we can do now as well on it, mm-hmm. which is really good. Um, so it means that when we go forward with the continuation of that, and hopefully when you start adding on some content when things are in a better position for you, we, we're going to have... You know, a bit more uh, option to interact with people through Twitch, and it's been it's been really nice having that kind of direct interaction with people as well. We've we've well, I've met some new people that I didn't know through it, which is it's been quite good.
1: Yeah, it's been fun. To, I guess I I I will tune in as a mod and yeah. basically throw random abuse at you Um, which is an
0: interesting turn of our usual um, interaction
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) no it's been been great fun watching you play through Wrath of the Righteous Um, so yes obviously if you want to show your support to the Unlucky Frog by all means head on over to Twitch uh, subscribe you can of course send us your Jeff Bezos books and subscribe using your Amazon Prime Um, Josh, how else could our listeners support The Unlucky Frog? Well, I'm really glad you asked that, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Of course, we have our Patreon. uh, So link below to our Patreon. You can donate as little as $1 a month, but uh, there are perks if you donate more, including a chance to have a game with uh, Tom and I and some of the other $5 it's $5, isn't it? That's the $10 part. $10. Uh, Got so it wrong. Yep. I'll that's fix, if you that. Subscribe. fix that in post. If uh. you
0: subscribe for, for six months at $10, you'll get a, a personal invitation to have a game uh, with myself and Josh. If you subscribe for $5, you will get a shout-out uh, on the episode um, as well as access to some behind-the-scenes uh, material that we will be adding uh, and some little bonus featurettes as well that yeah. we're going we're gonna to work on in the future months, uh, probably when Josh has moved and isn't quite so chaotic.
1: <laughs> we should, uh, yeah,
0: just a real-life
1: update from me. Uh, it looks like I will be moving house at the end of October. So um, I'm yet to get a, 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 a settlement date confirmed, but my solicitor today asked me what I want for my settlement date which usually means I'm in a position to get something agreed so that's it's all it's all happening it's all
0: uh, it's all coming up Josh so what what uh, aside from obviously your discussions with your, your solicitor I'm conscious I've talked for literally 15 minutes about what I've been up to <laughs> what, have, what have you been up to uh, this week
1: Um, I know I have done things I was in your Pathfinder game
0: yeah we can't talk about that again <laughs>
1: Yeah, rewind uh, like a few minutes back, listener, and just what Tom said. Um, <laughs> just listen to that whole section again. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Wednesday night, I was playing paper magic the gathering with some of my friends from school. Uh, so awesome. that was that was good fun. It was commander again, uh, and we were play. We had we managed to fit two games in. I got another. Uh, I think it's going to be the last game I play with the uh, pre constructed Dungeons and Dragons deck that you've played against yeah tom it, i got the uh the white blue green equipment and auras matter deck so um i lost two now what decks were the other rory is is quite new to magic and he has built his own um Cigurada, uh deck that's a green white angel so it's a load of humans um and chris beat us all but what did he beat us with in the first game i cannot remember for the life of me the second game chris won as well with the git rog monster which if you've ever played against the git rog monster is a horrible deck and it was although i was i i was playing um gloves off i had uh, i i was playing um my new enchantress deck so that's just a green white deck that you play loads of enchantments and you draw cards every time you draw an enchantment, so that was that's me all
0: over. God, just sitting watching Josh playing games with himself. I've had that experience. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's legendary great. all over again. It's great. Just Yeah, that's not fun. <laughs>
1: But Chris won, so, you know. So. Yeah, but how
0: long did he have to sit and watch you draw cards for as part of that? He deserved to win. I don't know the guy, but I think he deserved to win. <laughs> yeah,
1: might have, I, I might have had one turn that took a while. Yeah, I imagine he did. Yes. Um,
0: it's all so good. I do have one other thing uh, okay. as well. So it's not something I have done, but it's something I will be doing. So, I got a delivery today uh, as I want to do i like to deliver Ooh. get things ordered for the end of the week so I can you know do stuff with them when they they drop mm-hmm. uh, and I ordered some more crisis protocol majors Oh, uh, are we gonna need to stage an intervention? No, no, it's fine no okay um, what did you get this time i have got uh I ordered a Punisher and taskmaster, so I've got a we uh for Josh's benefit. We Punisher and Taskmaster. I master. am not familiar with Taskmaster. So, if you'd seen the new Black Widow film, you would be. Although it's oh. kind of a bastardization of, of the character. Um, okay. Taskmaster is a villain. Uh, and his whole shtick is he has uh, a, a photographic memory that also engages with his like nervous system. So he, okay. he, when he sees things, he not only remembers them, but he can physically... Mirror them perfectly. Okay. So he's ah. he's really cool as a as a villain because when someone attacks him, he can like perfectly mimic their combat style. So like when Captain America like throws his shield at him and stuff, he can like catch it out of the air and throw it back. Um, and when he's fighting like all the different heroes, like he he becomes more and more deadly almost the more people he engages okay. with because he just learns more and more styles. Um, and like the the only way they can typically beat him is like to get him in situations where he either like, can't interact with what they're doing or like where they just go complete chaos on him and mm-hmm. there's no style there's no technique to it which is quite cool um and punisher's just the guy with a gun who's awesome yeah <laughs> i know i know
1: the pun- uh, frank castle yep so to get to give him his christian
0: name so he's um, i actually i didn't get it for taskmaster but i am really Happy he's in there because I am going to make a villain team at some point, and he'll definitely mm-hmm. be part of that. But the the reason I got Punisher is to flesh out my Defenders team. So I'm sure. I'm building a team loosely based on Marvel's uh, Netflix series, so the Defenders. So I've got Luke mm-hmm. Cage, I've got Iron Fist, I've got Daredevil. They're all painted now as well, uh, and I've got uh, Punisher now to to flesh it out a bit. Okay, you just need out of that crew Electra then. Let's well, need the last one. If if I was doing the the actual show, I'd need Jessica Jones is the okay. last hero, and then oh, you that's could take right, yeah. you could take like Electra, She's in the the Daredevil series, so you could take mm-hmm. her as well. But the neither of them have models yet, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sub in probably Black Widow um, okay. just to give a a sort of female representation uh, mm-hmm. of. Of you know that member of the defenders, but I'm also going to bring in elements of the comic defenders as well, because um, you have to have a ten man squad in in uh, Crisis Protocol to pick from. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably take in like Doctor Strange and Hulk and a few other characters as well.
1: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. How are you getting on with painting them, though?
0: Well, uh, well, well, for me. Is probably the okay. better way to put it. So, I've, as I say, I'm I've sure painted... that's well.
1: I'm sure that's good. No,
0: I don't mean quality wise. I mean, but that, that does apply as well. But I mean, okay. like, progress wise. I'm not great sure. at, at sort of. I, as as I have hinted in what I've discussed earlier, I'm quite busy. Um, mm. So, sitting down and actually painting is not something I get a lot of time for. But I've painted Daredevil. He was the first one I got and the first one I painted. Uh, then I painted Iron Fist. Then I've painted Luke Cage. I've got Bullseye sprayed up and ready to go. Um but I'm probably going to jump him and work on Punisher tomorrow. Sure. Uh, I'm actually doing a hobby night after this recording with a couple of my friends uh, where we're going to do some painting so I'm going to make a start on that, I think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm I'm actually quite proud of myself because it's it's rare that I buy something and actually sit down and paint it, you know, within like a month. Uh, of owning. It. <laughs> it's usually like goes in the cupboard of shame and then I'll maybe yes. pull it out and, and do some painting like two years Re- later.
1: Remember, kids, we don't engage with our hobby. We hoard it like some sort of
0: jealous dragon. Not only do we <laughs> hoard it, we hide it. You hoard it, <laughs> and you hide it like a, real, like a dragon <laughs> with a really big pawn collection.
1: <laughs> well, we've got, we've, we've got this week's episode title now. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh, excellent. And uh, you were planning on getting a game in soon with Ben from Ash and Hold Out, although
0: like you you were saying he he can't make it this weekend, but hopefully soon. Yeah, I'll pause so you can put the air horns in for Ash and Hold Out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're we're gonna get a game in soon. Um, we were hoping to to do it this weekend, but obviously uh, things happen. Um, but the good thing is about that is it gives me a bit of extra time to get more of them painted up because mm-hmm. I'm I'm. I, I think Ben's probably going to rock up with either a fully painted team or a mostly painted team because, you know, that's Ben's job. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I know that Ben's painting is obviously going to be better than mine because, again, that's Ben's job. job. Um job. But if I can at least field a fully painted team, I'll feel better, you know, about myself. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. Um, right. I probably won't have my terrain painted up just yet that's, that's yeah because
1: I, I was gonna ask you about that you're gonna get some like
0: new york city streets stuff so you get done. some in the starter box mm-hmm. um so you get a newsstand you get a couple of cars you get a couple of lampposts and traffic lights and things okay. so i've got all those built but i haven't even made a start on spraying okay. or painting them but i thought team first then i'll do one team first then i'll do the terrain and maybe mm-hmm. sort out a board, but I don't want to buy any more terrain or board until I move myself because I'm going to be moving in the next three months as well. Yeah. So I'll wait till I've moved, and then I'll I'll look to kind of potentially expand on my, mm-hmm. my terrain for it. Nice. But I nice. think I'm going to do something a bit different. Okay. Uh, because all the boards I've I've seen on the various communities are your kind of generic New York City board. That's not to say they don't look cool. Mm-hmm. Um I have seen quite a few of these generic boards and you know they they're nice and they're very clean but they're not really my style. So what I'm thinking of doing is I might do like a post-apocalyptic city board. Mm-hmm. Uh with like it looks like it's been, you know, maybe bombed or there's been some sort of big dramatic event. Cuz sure. you get stuff like that in yeah. comics all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I was I was thinking climax of insert Marvel film here like End I'm game, sure there's plenty in- Infinity War. It was an Avengers film. I haven't seen either of those two. Probably that's um, the one with Age of Ultron. It gets a bit yeah, Age of the Ultron. Of yeah, that's no, that's a good yeah. that's a
0: good shout actually. Yeah, that kind of oh, yeah. you know ruined uh, board. So I was thinking about doing something like that, and and getting like I've seen a couple of uh, other companies that do ruined cities, uh, modern day. It's a nice two for one because you can use that for forty k as well. See, see, I
1: know you; you're a savvy guy. So <laughs> I, 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 see you, Tom. I see you. Yeah,
0: yeah. That may have been what went through my head when I was I was coming <laughs> up with that idea. I was like, "How can I get the most for this project?" Um, see, so yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something like that. I think, mm-hmm. um, and and have that as kind of a long-term project. One thing I do quite want for my new place of living, wherever that ends up being is I want to get some sort of space for gaming whether it's... I've been looking at like houses rather than flats, yeah. and I'm, I'm thinking I might get either something with a garage mm-hmm. uh, because I don't have a car so that's a space I can use for something else. A yes. conservatory or a shed, like a big shed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually do that as a proper gaming space and have some proper boards set up in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, I think that might be a a good idea for the new place, and I'd quite like to have like a forty k option, uh, maybe a Crisis Protocol, and maybe something I can swap in for fantasy stuff as well.
1: Yeah, so here's here's the thing. Like on on the subject of gaming spaces, I too will have a dedicated, well maybe not a dedicated gaming room, but I will have a room that will probably be mostly used for gaming. It'll have it'll have a table in that. I suppose you can eat on. <laughs> <laughs> like I, i'm one of the reception rooms in the house though will have like you know that that will be where I get to do my tabletop gaming There, yeah. I, I am really tempted to uh, i'm gonna see how money goes i think with uh, with moving and buying any additional furniture and the like I do you kind of want to get one of the bespoke gaming tables but they are very expensive.
0: They are very expensive. Um, the thing is, as well, like, you can quite easily make one.
1: Well, this was the other thought process I had. I could either try and get the blueprints and get a cabinet maker to, to make them for me. Or, um, what I've heard of people doing is, like, getting existing tables and modifying them, basically. Yeah. So that you, you have, like, the hidden table underneath.
0: All right, it's basically one table with, like, a layer on top of yeah. it. Yeah. That you can take off, and then you've got access to the 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 under the under table. See, I thought about something like that, but I kind of want like a a normal area that I can do like just role playing and relaxing in. I don't really think that sure. needs like a dedicated space. I know some people do like that, and
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: fine, but I I tend to think that's a little bit excessive. Um, sure, yeah. I, I I think as long as you've got like somewhere you can put like a mat down and and pawns and things. You know, I don't need 3D terrain and stuff unless it's a special thing. And in which case, that's Mm -hmm. going to be a, you know, once or twice occasion. So, it's not worth the whole space. But with wargaming stuff, um, especially, you know, having to constantly break it down and put it away and all that is a nightmare. You know, it takes me a good hour to an hour and a half in total setting up all my wargaming stuff and breaking it all back down again and boxing it Mm -hmm. all up and... Putting it all away, you know, it takes ages. That's why, whenever we're having a game over here, I'll always be like, What are we playing? What do we need? And then I'll yes. have everything out and ready before people even turn up. Because otherwise, it's like, Watch me lift boxes for 30 minutes, <laughs> which is no fun. We,
1: no, exactly. That's not why I'm here. <laughs> but yeah. Um, the other thing I need to think of is storage because I was already running out of space to stash my stuff. It went in my flat in glasgow so i am gonna to need to buy some shelving i'm probably gonna to default to the, the the tabletop gamers favorite the ikea Kalax, for for that although i think i might get some glass cabinets for the miniatures so that i can have those on display
0: so. i i went a bit more budget for mine and i just got a bookshelf um mm-hmm. Which has worked fine for me. It, it the only downside, and this was told to me beforehand, is they get a bit dusty. Yeah. But I just have a little makeup brush that I keep nearby, and every so often I'll just give them a little, little Aww. dust along, and just you just know like, make sure they're all here you go, here you they're monster. all just anyway. checking on them. You're all right, buddy. Doing <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> give them a wee. Tom dust. doesn't
1: talk to his miniatures. You don't talk to your miniatures, do you? No. No. Cool. 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 Um. <laughs> Moving on. Actually, what what else do we need to cover? Like, listen, I'll I'll be honest. With before we hit record tonight, I I just went to Tom. All right, I've got nothing this week. <laughs>
0: like, the thing is, we do this every week, right? And there's not news every week. Like, mm-hmm. especially at a time like now, you've got convention season, so people are holding stuff back for for conventions. So you're not going to see. Essen will be
1: around the corner. Yeah. So it's again gonna be interesting to see how that pans out um uk games expo and gen con both appear to have gone ahead without any serious outbreaks with coronavirus so that gives me a lot of confidence moving into next year yeah. when i'm probably going to
0: be looking at attending conventions again so um and of course Albacon will be winding down just as this episode is, is of going course
1: up. yes yes uh, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to it already, go back and listen to uh, our episode a couple of weeks ago where we had David Wright on from uh, Albacon and Tabletop Scotland, uh, talking about both of those things. So uh, I'm sure that all went well uh, and it was a big success.
0: I think the only the only bit of news that I had to bring to the table, uh, in so much as as it is, is that uh, Critical Role, which I am a known uh, fan of have announced their, their third campaign is starting soon. Um, okay. So that'll be interesting. I do, we don't Wait. have a whole lot of detail. Um, right. So this is this is fairly nebulous at the moment. But yeah, it's it's going to be, uh, from what I understand, it's going to be the original cast will all be back because they okay. had sort of a mini campaign in the middle there where they had a, a bit of a mix of, of new mm-hmm. and old. Um, but they're going to have uh, the original cast back... Um, I think from what I understand, it's going to be this, the same sort of universe as well. Um, okay. There, There is an announcement, I think, on their, their site, if you want to go and watch it in full. I, I did watch it, but I did that thing where you put some on and you're not really paying attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I cool got to the end jealous. of it and I was like, what did they say? <laughs> like, <Yes>. well, <laughs> uh, which is on me, right? But I've, mm-hmm. I've been busy, as I said. Um, so yeah, do do go and watch their announcement if you want to know more about that. Um, but i am quite excited about that and i will probably re-watch that video and take it in you know just relax and take it in
1: and i won't watch it because i'm not gonna fall into the trap of oh yeah a yeah, new campaign I'll, I'll 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 keep up this with is it. where I'm i'll start tom
0: this is where i'll start as yeah. you lied to me at the start of the last campaign yeah well, and i said what can no I say- you like, won't josh
1: yeah it, well here's the thing right and like i know a lot of people who are really into uh, critical role and it's easy to see why right they're, it's very polished production mm-hmm. they're all very I mean correct me if I'm wrong they are all voice actors aren't they, are. they? Yep. yeah so clearly they're very good at that not only you know role playing in general but their craft of performance mm-hmm. so it's I can see why it's appealing the thing for me it's a lot of content I mean how long is each episode three hours three to four hours yeah once a week that is uh that's a lot it is that's a lot and uh it's it's tight and i i seldom watch tv shows as it is let alone tv shows that are three to four hours long yeah. a week
0: no it is it is a big time sink hundred percent and that's kind of been it, it has been a roadblock for a lot of people and even for myself there's been times that i've fallen behind with it and i've had to mm. like binge watch like twelve hours of content. Like on a Sunday after well, not Sunday yeah. afternoon, a Sunday. You know, I'll get up at ten, mm. I'll put three episodes on back to back and I'll just sort of sit there and melt slightly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it gets me up to date um uh, yeah. with, with the content. So I, I do understand why it is a bit of a, a barrier for some people. I think one of the cool things is obviously because of the Kickstarter they're gonna be getting the animated show and that'll be a nice point of entry for People who maybe want to absorb some of the content, but in a more digestible and and managed way.
1: That I might watch. Yeah.
0: Might. <laughs> might being the the big operative word might. there. But yes. I mean that's that's of the first campaign as well, which a lot of people do think is their best campaign. Yes. Um, I I, I kind of go back and forth, um, but I think that'll be you know really really good. And mm-hmm. there's two seasons of it already been announced, so there's plenty going to be plenty there.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Rightio, and I think on that
0: note, and Tom is giving me the
1: twirly of the finger, wrap this wrap this stuff up so that you can go to your hobby hangout
0: night. <laughs> so. It's actually so I can get some dinner, but... Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: food, food is important, yes. Well, look, guys, thank you very much for listening, and as always, take care. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.